Hey guys, it's Chris Ward. I want to welcome welcome you to BTMP23. I hope you enjoy this episode. It is all about your natural progression to level up. My wife and I go through the steps that you need to actually start doing it, how it impacts relationships, how it impacts your work, but most importantly, how it impacts your self-worth. Hope you love it. Let's get going. Hey guys, thank you for tuning in. This is Chris Ward Jr. And that is over there, my beautiful wife. Hello, everyone. What's your name? Grace. Oh, okay. I just want to make sure. You didn't know? Didn't yes, it's Grace. <laughs> and we're excited that you are listening to us this Monday on the Breakthrough Mentor Podcast. Um, we haven't been here in a couple of weeks due to just life, just like you guys. Yes. Sad days. <laughs> but uh, uh, we are we apologize for not being there the last couple of weeks for you guys. We want to make sure that we are in the future. Yes. And We're gonna be more uh, consistent. We're going to do it, right, babe? Yeah. Yeah. Yes, for the li- listeners, because there's a lot of people that have been uh, looking forward to it. Yeah. Speaking of uh, having a lot of listeners, we have we're, we're heard in over 10 different countries. So hey, it's amazing. Man, yeah. Shout out to y'all, man. Give yourself an applause if you're one of those listeners that's outside the U.S. right now um, that's listening. We appreciate you, uh, you know, from Spain, Sweden, Netherlands. Uh, did I say France? I don't think so. Yeah, France, the U.K., I mean, wow. all of you guys. I, Hello, I, everyone hi. around the world. Yes. Thank you for tuning in. We definitely appreciate that. And we want to continue to give you what you need to break through in your relationships, break through in your career, and most importantly, break through in your personal growth. And so today is no different. We're going to have something uh, for you today. It's all about your your natural progression of leveling up. And oh, actually, babe, what do you think that means? Natural progression of leveling up. What does that mean to you? Uh, knowing your self-worth, loving yourself, and... Uh, your values and um, not and your standards pretty much yeah making sure you understand I guess I would call that your boundaries right mm-hmm. right your boundaries There's it, healthy boundaries yeah boundaries are important for sure and uh, without boundaries you'll you'll never know how to say no mm-hmm. when you should say no Very right important. Um, and then give you the power to say yes and commit to the yes in the full present moment Mm-hmm. So today is all about that natural regression. And, you know, I, I wanted to, to, to we had a conversation earlier and this conversation talked about relationships and how people, especially in the online dating world, what they're looking for. Mm-hmm. Um, what are some of the things that you you've heard from people who are in the online dating world? You know, what are some of the things that they said that they're looking for versus what they're actually getting in reality? Well, a lot of the things that I've heard. Uh, it's very challenging one because they just uphold such a high standard um, expectations, not necessarily standards. It's more expectations on how this person is. It's just they're looking for somebody that is perfect. And, you know, you're not going to find that anywhere. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I think having that level of understanding that um, not everyone's going to be perfect is, is a good foundation to have. And, um, you know, it's just so much easier to swipe left, to swipe right, you know, swipe up, whatever it is. (laughs) And it's just it's a it's a catalog pretty much that you're choosing from. 
um, you know, who is best for me and all that stuff. The the level of getting to know someone more intimately, um, you know, is gone. So that in and of itself raises the bar. How do you stand out in that kind of platform? You know, when people are just swiping left, swiping right, uh, how are you standing out? So, you know, um, of course, we put our best self forward uh, in those type of apps. And so, yeah, you're seeing somebody's bio that sounds probably amazing and all that stuff. And then you meet this person. Whereas somebody may not be selling themselves so well Mm -hmm. in their bios and they're like, oh, I'm not interested. But it could have been someone that you have been, you know, wanting. But due to the fact that we don't know them personally, it limits us already. Yeah, that's interesting. It's an interesting conversation because when someone is trying to connect with someone who cannot express themselves and communicate their worth. Right in this digital world it could be very difficult to find someone that you would want to share the rest of your life with right and so uh, i i compare it to higher education Mm -hmm. so higher education has a very old system on how they approach educating people okay and most people don't realize this that you know colleges are dying out you know when it comes to enrollment they're losing enrollment Mm. because the new enrollers of education are marketers right Right. Marketers are people who can communicate their message very well. Entrepreneurs and all that. Yeah. It's people who understand the language of their audience. Mm -hmm. So if you're speaking in old terms like higher education does, instead of speaking in new modern terms like the way digital marketers do, you're going to lose out to the digital marketer because the digital marketer understands how to communicate to that audience Mm -hmm. so that now there's an attraction to, to, to that digital marketer. It's the same thing in the relationship field. Right. If you if you live on digital media or you live on social media platforms and you can only express yourself through pictures, you're going to lose out. Yeah. Here's the reason why you're going to lose out because of a couple of things. One, yes, attraction is very, very important, but everyone can make themselves look great in photos. Absolutely. I agree. Everyone. Right. You know, regardless of what they look like, size they are, skinny, big, whatever you want to call it, they know the angles, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. get your angles, girl, right? Angles, not only <laughs> that, you got apps that can change your face. For sure. You know, I'm, <laughs> it's I'm so crazy, get one of those. the stuff that I've been seeing. I'm about to get there. one of those apps, yo. I'm about to get one for my abs. Be <laughs> <laughs> like, yo, I'm out here. Yeah. Be it's at the, crazy. Be at the beach with my dad bod, but then when I post it up on social media, I'll have uh, six-pack abs real quick because mm-hmm. of that. You got filters. Mm-hmm. Man. So that's the message that's being put out, right? So if that's the message that's being put out, one, you know that you don't look that way. So now you put yourself down. Mm-hmm. And now you're you're destroying your natural progression of leveling up. And then next, you're you're attracting your you're looking for that type of attraction from everyone. There could be a guy or a girl who just can't who just doesn't believe in editing their photos, just doesn't believe in being in dig- digital media and knowing how to market and maybe not even knowing how to market could be the very perfect person for you. But because you only live in the digital world, it's messing up your your um, approach mm-hmm. to connecting with people. And so that's why I said understanding your self-worth first and learning how to communicate authentically will allow you 
it actually does this. And this is, this is a key tip. So if you're listening right now, I want you to write this down. When you level up your growth, when it comes to communicating who you are and your self-worth, it actually exposes other people who don't live authentically. Mm. Okay. Say that. Yeah. I'll say it again. Like a black preacher, right? (laughs) (laughs) At church. Because y'all don't hear me. Uh, (laughs) When you level up your growth when it comes to understanding your self-worth and how you communicate who you are and your purpose in life, it exposes those who don't live authentically. It's like someone who likes to show love to all people and then someone who tries to show love to all people but are not, the intentions are wrong. Mm-hmm. The person who's authentically showing love to people will expose the level of love of that person who's trying to fake it. And so if you want to get into a relationship with someone in the digital world, you have to learn how to speak authentically and communicate so that you become more quantum and attract those specific type of people who are relating to the same values and morals to what you're looking for. And explain to our listeners what quantum means. Uh, so being quantum is um, there's an experiment that was done uh, a while back where um, scientists were trying to figure out, you know, how, you know, DNA works. And I'm just going to try to not put really scientific terms to this, just really simple. Mm-hmm. You know, they took some DNA, they put it, you know, they put it far away from the person that they got the DNA from. And then they started to do these experiments on this person to see how they would react towards, you know, certain certain um, experiments. Well, what they found out is that even though the DNA of that person was far away, um, there was a connection. However that person was feeling or however that person was doing at the time, the DNA was doing the same thing in the other uh, far away, meaning that it was attracted. It was attracted towards what the uh, what what values and morals and what its core foundation was. Mm. And it's the same thing with people. Right. We're, we're very much like a radar. We have levels to us. We have energy levels to us that are um, that are high frequency and low frequency. Right. Um, and so when you put yourself through this self-development or this natural progression of leveling up and you want to grow into your values and morals that are foundational and core, you become quantum because now you're attracting the right you're attracting the right things to you. You are allowing yourself to think in a different way because your thoughts first dictate your emotions and your feelings and and that plays a huge part into what i would call um what what i would call vulnerability magnetism Mm. all right vulnerability magnetism and so that's really what quantum is it's it's, the radar that you put out there to what you're attracting whether you know consciously or unconsciously it's going to attract certain things and certain people so that's what what quantum is Okay. The the simple terms. Yeah. And it's pretty much the same thing as um vibes, right? For sure, your, your vibes. vibes. Yeah. Right. Some vibes the are The tribe not. you attract is or the vibe that you put out is that what, what is that quote your, again? Your vibe attracts your tribe. Yeah, there you yeah. go. That's what it was. For sure. Same thing with men. Vibe attracts Women. your tribe. For sure. That's quantum right there in its simplest form. Yeah, it's like you want to be quantum. You want to have high levels of frequency when it comes to attracting the right things in your life. You know, that's why that's why if you know if you're if you're a firm believer in God, you meditate on his word day and night because you want to be able to attract the things of God 
right? You want to be able to be in the presence of God as much as you can every single day, mm-hmm. because that's part that's a part of your core core uh, foundation, and you want you want to be on the same frequency of where God would want you to be. Yeah, you know, and that's part of your leveling up of your natural progression. You know, yeah. I, question I have for you is like, do you see those same things in your workplace? Because since you're in a salon, you, you you meet so many different women that come into the salon. You know, do you see? Yeah, that? absolutely. When there's a person that comes in with um, <clears throat> with a lot of problems and very negative, and you know, it of course affects you for sure. And the vibe all of a sudden kind of shifts in in the room, and you know, versus somebody that comes in and is very welcoming and you know such a great personality personality has a great vibe i mean it's positive it's just very um it's uplifting you know you can tell like all of a sudden the the vibe in the room just is more of uplifting you know and it's very hard for someone that um that is a i would say um very into sympathetic is very sympathetic uh could eventually get into the realm of very vulnerable or you know will carry on the weight of someone that comes in that has a very bad vibe Mm. you know um they will carry that with them so as a stylist and um you know being very very sympathetic it's just you know you start carrying on that uh type of energy you know, in, in the way you the way you move all of a sudden, it's just very thing that you just mentioned, you know, the quantum. It's like um, I believe sympaths have, you know, have that. And, mm-hmm. you know, when somebody is feeling really down, they carry that weight on them. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, versus somebody that is very um, positive and all that stuff, it's, you know, they are also uplifted. And it's very important to know what your worth is and your values. And when you when you know who you are as a person, those kind of energy, the wonderful thing is it doesn't affect you. Yeah. It may affect you for initially. And then you realize, you know what? This girl needs help. And so eventually you start just um, pouring into them. Yeah. You know, you stop them at their tracks when they keep talking bad about themselves. For sure. You know, when they say that this is who they are uh, negatively speaking about themselves and, you know, you tell them, no, that is not who you are. For sure. You know, and and I'm blessed enough to have been in very, you know, um, very, I don't want to say dark scenarios, but you know, pretty much in my life have experienced a lot of things and it has progressed in me being a better person, you know, being stronger and me realizing who I really am. And so those kind of people, when they're really negative, I see what that is, you know, and I really don't want them to feel that way and believe that that's who they are because that's not who they are. So, you know, um, when I experience someone or when I come across somebody that's very negative, I stop them from telling themselves that. And, um, 
you know, of course, the one that's very positive, we we love that. We always love that. Mm-hmm. And that's pretty much that's that's how it is in a, in the salon. I, I think that's awesome that you have the opportunity to experience so many different types of people that come in and you see how you respond to it. Because when you start to respond to people whose vibe, whose energy can be um, sometimes overwhelming or can be um, down or up, mm-hmm. it shows you and exposes your level of boundaries that you have for yourself, which is what I was talking about earlier. Right. Right. Because not only do it, ta- it takes one, it's one thing to believe in yourself. And that's a, that's always a start when you come to your self-worth that you that you matter and that you have value and that you're important um but it's also how do you walk in that how do you walk in your self-worth how do you walk in your self-care i think that was one of the questions we had from one of our listeners from before about well how do you how do you become more aware of your self-awareness and self-care that you need it right you have to learn how to walk in it and i always compare it to we was talking about this earlier i compare it to the game of basketball there are certain players that know what they do very well, right? Uh, Jason Kidd was one of them, mm-hmm. right? Um, Jason Kidd. Uh, I love them as a player. Yeah, I know. Fa- your favorite basketball team, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm an expert. No, basketball. favorite basketball player. Oh, basketball player. Okay. <laughs> um, watching Jason Kidd, uh, I got to watch Jason Kidd in two different ways. I got to watch him on TV and I actually got to meet him in person, which was really, really cool um, when I was in high school. And I remember having this conversation one time with a friend uh, who worked for the organization um, and talked about his approach to the game. And he said, growing up, no one really passed me the ball because I couldn't shoot. Mm-hmm. I, was a, I really didn't know how to shoot. So I, I, I worked on something I became great and known for, which is passing ability. I was able to pass it. And you've seen him. He could pass without even looking. He knew where people were. Oh, yeah. Right? He was so good at that. So good at that before he got so there. So impressive. Well, I learned one of the tricks that uh, he shared with somebody. That one of the things he used to do with his teammates is during practice, he would count the steps of the players who would go on the fast break with him. Uh, and if you don't know what a fast break is, it's when the, one te- when the team gets the basketball um, off a rebound or they get the ball in quick and they run down the floor as quickly as they can to go score. And that's simply what a fast break is. And so what he would do is he would count the steps of the players who were supposed to be running with him. So he would know the time frame on his left side when Kenya Martin was, was supposed to be there. And then he would know the time frame when Kerry Kittles or Richard Jefferson would be there. And by the time he got down the floor, based on what he saw, he knew when to pass the ball without even looking. Wow. And that's what I mean by walking in your belief, walking in your values, walking in your preparation. Mm -hmm. Because now you're gearing up for the game, right? Life is a huge, amazing game of highs and lows. Right. Uh, Sometimes the momentum is in your favor and sometimes it's not. Mm-hmm. But when you have this preparation of resiliency and grit and you're developing your game, you're developing your style of play. And then when it comes across another 
you get a few teammates because you are now putting those good thoughts and those good values out there. You're becoming more quantum, right? Mm -hmm. You put and you start to attract the things that you're writing down in your thoughts. You know, the house that you said you wanted to buy at the age of 27, that one day you would get it by the time you're 34, or the car you said you wanted to drive, or whatever it is, the the, the person you wanted to date, the type of person you wanted to date, the the personality. You're putting all those thoughts in your head and you're preparing yourself for that moment. So when the game time comes, you are ready to execute, right? And that's the beauty of preparation and walking in your belief. It allows you, it allows you to have this resilience and resistance towards things that are not of you, Mm -hmm. including toxic people, including men or women you may date that may seem good on the outside, but it's definitely at its core not good for you. Mm -hmm. Right. And so that's the natural regression of leveling up. It is not, it's not when the time comes. It's everything that you do before the game even starts. Right. And so I, when I, when I see people struggle with that, I know that's what they're not doing. They're just doing the day to day and they're just letting it flow, but they're not, they're not thinking too, they're not thinking too much about game preparation, you know, and what, it, what it looks like, you know? And I see a lot nowadays about loving yourself. You know, what does that look like to you? What does that look like for everyone? You know, we each have a individual story about um, what it looks like to love ourselves. Maybe some people don't know how to love themselves. And it's pretty much, I think, based on the conversation that we've been having, we are talking, we are talking to those people that are um, unaware of how to love themselves because, you know, either you didn't grow up with someone um, that would guide you into knowing how to love yourself or even to really understand your value uh, and that you matter in this world. And I think that really resonates with me because, you know, growing up out of six, six kids in the family, uh, sometimes there were there were times that I felt like I was a forgotten child. You know, I was the fifth child. And so um, <clears throat> that kind of it didn't really help me in terms of building my confidence and my self-esteem because granted, there were so many other kids in the family and my parents were also very young at that age. Mm-hmm. They had all six of us by the age of 29. Mm. My mom is 29. And just imagine how that is. Just imagine 29 years old. I'm 34 right now Mm -hmm. and I have two kids and that's already overwhelming. Mm -hmm. Imagine, you know, a young mind at 29 raising six children, Mm -hmm. you know, started at the age of 16. Mm -hmm. So for me, my mom was probably, I think, 26 when she had me. Um, and you know, having to deal with the other five kids that were in the house, it was very hard for me to have a voice because it felt like I was always either screaming or when I would talk, I wasn't heard at all. So for a very long time, I thought that I didn't have a voice. I thought that it, you know, that's pretty much what shaped me. And they say that, what is it from five to 20 or no, from until the age of 20 is what shapes your character and who you're going to become later on in life. Your, you know, your character development and all that stuff. 
right? That's what. Yeah, I think it's between it stops your brain starts developing its core habits at either nineteen core or twenty, habits. and then you, the brain can still change. It's just a lot harder after yeah. five. There's or more six. of like that belief system of who you are mm-hmm. before the age of twenty, and so you know, um, it took me a long time to really understand that that's what that's what shaped my character Mm -hmm. and actually really my belief system and who I thought I was because I didn't think I had a voice for a very long time. And I couldn't, for the life of me, couldn't figure out why I didn't think I had a voice Mm -hmm. because, you know, as any other families, I didn't think I had me and my family had any problems. I thought, you know, growing up it was, it was so much fun having five other siblings around. It was just, it was great, mm-hmm. you know, but until later on when I realized that I didn't know how to necessarily talk to people and have that one-on-one conversation, that deep conversation with people I couldn't have. And I realized that it was all, not all maybe, um, it's just a lot of it was very, um shallow and mm-hmm. it didn't go as deep as i would probably want it to go and so later on in my adult life is when i started to realize that you know what this has really shaped me growing up mm-hmm. and until i understood that because i'm already grown up and i'm mature enough to not blame my parents for the unknown for you know for them they didn't know how else to parent six children at that age by Mm -hmm. the age of 29 you know they only gave what they knew they had yeah and so sometimes not being able to you know being the fifth child not realizing that you know you have worth and all that stuff like at that age you don't know what that is you know what i mean and like the fact that it's it's uh, not being um, shaped and molded at that age because of the busy lifestyle that your household has, um, I think is was very crucial for me. And then now that I'm more mature and realizing that, um, you know, I am definitely a lot more empowered mm-hmm. because of the fact that I've decided to realize that that's what happened with me during my childhood and then now embracing it because that's part of an opportunity for me to grow, Mm -hmm. you know, not get stuck there, not get, not pity myself and not blame anyone. You know, there's nobody else to blame, but now because I know better, I have to do better, Mm -hmm. you know? And I think it's very important to know that part of your childhood. And I think, you know, a lot of the, psychologists psychiatrists and therapists and all that stuff they want to understand your childhood and we don't realize that that shapes a big part of our adulthood of who we are and the character that we have now it and how we deal with things you know stress management and all that stuff is like it's very big it's Mm -hmm. a huge part of our lives and you know the more we understand that and then how can we grow from that you know believing I believe in three things, right? One, knowing who you are. Mm -hmm. Knowing who you are and that you believe that you are valuable. Mm -hmm. You know what you put on the table. 
and you know that you matter, right? That's number one. Okay. Number two is actually when you believe in it, walking in that belief, Mm -hmm. you know, you practice it daily, you know who you are. And um, for me, as an example, I, I believe in God as my creator. Yeah. You know, so I know that I have a purpose in my life. Mm-hmm. Um, and to throw it all away would be would be a waste for me. Mm-hmm. You know, not only for me, but for the people that are also around me, the mm-hmm. people that care for me, mm-hmm. the people that love me, and the people that I also care for and, and, and love. You know, so the more I practice my belief, the more I will, the more it manifests outwardly. And I believe that's the third step. The third step is it'll start manifesting with how you move, with how you talk to people, with how you treat people and with how you do just normal daily things. Now, it may not be perfect every time. And, you know, there may be a couple of struggles down the road here and there. But you learn to accept those struggles and you realize that that's what's going to make you even a better person because you know that those struggles are not there to stop you. You know, those struggles are there to level you up. That's all facts right there. You know, I, I believe everything that you shared right there has strong value to progressing forward, to leveling up and I actually want to definitely give the uh, listeners, if you're listening right now, this is something that I know works. This works right here. This question works. The reason why I know it is I've used it on a lot of clients of mine. And usually it kind of gets them like, whoa, like I didn't know it was that way. Right. Um, so here's the question. You want to you want to sit down, you want to write this down somewhere and you want to really think about this. The question is this. What rules as a kid that you needed to keep to keep you safe that you've brought into your adulthood? What rules do you did you put in place as a kid that you now have in your adult life that are no longer useful anymore? And here's an example. Example may be I don't talk to anybody about my feelings and emotions unless they're blood, unless they're my blood relatives. That will destroy you in your adulthood because there are things that you are going through that you cannot express to people who are close to you because of this judgment that you think will come from them. And if you're not sharing it with them and then you're not sharing with friends or sharing with anyone, it's going to self implode. So that rule was great during a time when you were a kid because you didn't have all these complex thoughts and responsibilities at the time. You had some things, but it wasn't as much. But now that you're an adult and you have all these things you have to take care of, that rule actually hurts you now. So if you think about the rules that you had as a kid that kept you safe and kept you in a specific way, you may need to tinker with those rules a little bit now as an adult because you're in a different position. You're at a different level. And as they say, the same tools that brought you success to where you are today 
are probably not going to be the same tools you use to level up to the next part of your success or the next part of your progression. Mm -hmm. You know, I can't do my solo thing like I used to do as a kid, as a married man, because my wife need my wife and my kids need to understand my emotions and my feelings and how I'm experiencing certain things so that they know how one to support me two, how I communicate and three, daddy may not be good at everything we thought daddy was good at. Mm-hmm. Daddy, mm-hmm. like you said, your parents were 20, 29 mm-hmm. and they had six, six kids, six kids. But every kid thinks their parents know it all, can do it all, be it all. But they just regular people with insecurities, with, uh, you know, low expectations some in some areas of their life. And when you carry that that expectation in to your adulthood and you're looking for a partner or you're looking for the right career or you're looking for the right business, those expectations, you attract those things. Mm-hmm. So if you if you feel like your dad did something to you or your mom did something to you and now you're bringing that into what you're looking for in relationships, but it's not the right thing for you, it's not the good thing for you, you got to change it, right? And that goes with what you said earlier, right? Understanding your childhood, understanding the rules you probably had during that childhood, and then understanding how to believe in yourself, walking, walk in your belief. And at first, that's going to be tough. It's the hardest thing in the world. It's, it's very tough. Um and, and and then number two that you are practicing that daily is what is what will keep you progressing forward mm-hmm. and saying that to yourself. You know, sometimes it may even feel like it's phony. It's fake. Like, I don't feel this way. But that's the natural progression of betterness, betterment for, you know, for your, your own betterment. For sure. And um, a lot of the times we don't really we don't like the uncomfortable, mm-hmm. you know, that's not, that's not something that, you know, you're used to mm-hmm. and breaking that habit and making, um, you making sure that you do the things that are uncomfortable, making sure that you are valuing yourself. You talk to yourself in, in, in the mirror first thing in the morning and, um, you know, you value yourself. You tell yourself that you are amazing. You don't let it get to your head now. Because uh, yeah. 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 <laughs> The moment that you do, you know, that's cockiness. And, you know, we don't, that's not what we're speaking about. We're talking about authenticity, mm-hmm. you know, believing in yourself because nobody has ever told you maybe that you are unique. And maybe there has been a lot of things that you've heard, um, you know, that, you know, it sounds very generic, but it's true. It's so true. Nobody is more youer than you. Like what Dr. Seuss would say. Hey, was it Dr. Seuss? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I don't know. I didn't want to quote uh, like a different person or nothing. Yeah, like, yeah, that was me. That was no Dr. Seuss. <laughs> you know? Um, yeah, I, I think you're right. It's it's hard. It's difficult. But every breakthrough that you have in your life is going to be difficult, but it's going to be worth it. Um you know, the more that you do it, the more that you allow yourself to grow, uh, uh, the more that you allow yourself to grow, the more that you allow yourself to progress forward, right? That natural progression of leveling up, it transforms not only, it transforms not only the way that you see yourself, but it transforms your circle. And, and here, here's a good example, right? So when we talk to our son, 
We always want to know who he's hanging out with, who he's speaking to, who he's connecting with. Mm-hmm. Right? Why, why do we ask those questions to him? The reason we ask those questions to him is, be, is because energy and vibes, either you're going to change the vibe of the environment or the environment is, is going to change you. And it's the same thing for adults. You, you, just because you're older doesn't mean that that is not true to you. So when you're in the wrong career or the wrong workplace, it's going, it's going to destroy you if you're not in the, in, the right, in the right space because it's not helping you level up your progression, your natural progression. You may be serving well, you may be doing your thing well, but it's not helping you level up your progression. And the same thing in relationships. If you, come on, listen. Before I was with you, I listen, I've always known how to talk. I've always known how to talk to people, especially women, especially women. I've always known how to talk to women. I could go to it, this quick story. My boy, shout out to my boy, Davin, who, who used to get oh me. Oh boy, the, Davin. Uh, yeah, What's my going man, Davin. On? Yeah, shout out to Davin. <laughs> All right, we used to go to the club. Uh, won't name the club because they're not going to get, get no free, uh, <laughs> uh, free promo. Uh, we used to go to this club and, and Davin and I used to go to this club with a lot of our friends, right? Everybody did their own thing. There were people who wanted to be in the limelight. There were people who just liked to dance. Me, I just liked to reap. I liked to check what was going on in the club. Like, I was, that was always me. I wanted to chill. So I got my little drink by the bar. I had my little drink. I only, one drink at night. I don't really drink, so I had that one drink that I was just sipping on the entire time. And all I kept doing was just trying to build relationships within the club. To eventually, when I would go there, I'd be like, yo, what's up? Right. Bouncers would know who I am. What's up? Come through. I'm good. And then I realized, like, I started seeing the pockets of different type of women who would go to the club. And I knew who they were. I knew who were their single moms. I knew who were the ones who just wanted attention. I knew the ones who were, I'm just going to be, I'm going to keep it home 100. I knew the ones who were freaks, but trying to act like they were not. I'm just, this, this, this is facts. I know you, my wife over here. I'm telling you the real. That's what I knew. Right. I didn't say anything. Yeah. But you smile, girl. You smile. <laughs> right. So I would, I would know all these things. Right. And, uh, I won't, I won't share all the details of this story, but, uh, my friend and I were talking, there was a certain girl that was there. Um, I, I wanted to help him up. I wanted to help him out as a wingman to help him get this girl. Right. And I'm doing all that I can to help him get this girl. She ends up, she ends up liking me. She ends up liking me. And he looks at me, he's like, yo. Oh, I know. How you going to take my girl like that? <laughs> Jokingly, of course. Jokingly, of course. But it was because whatever my values were, whatever my authenticity was, that's the only thing that I projected into that environment. I did not allow the environment to change me. I wasn't going to go in there with shades on in the club, and you know. Why would I wear shades in the club? I want you to see my eyes. You know, why would I go dance to a song that's not my song? Why would I try to be cooler than I, than, than I really am? Like, there's no reason to fake it. If I just be, be myself and I put that out there of being myself and you see me do it consistently, you're going to be attracted to it. And your reputation is going to be uh, shared by other people. Hey, every time Chris comes in, hey, he goes straight to the bar. He drinks his one drink. He hangs out. He's cool. He's not disrespectful. Hey, it's a nice dude to talk to, right? That is the same thing about the environment that you're out here now in the digital dating world, right? 
if you're looking for the same type of guy, even though you say you're not, but every time you get onto one of those dating apps, you all was it swipe left or swipe right? I don't remember. I don't even know. I've never what? been on dating apps. Yeah, me so neither. I, I want to say swipe left. I want to say swipe left too. <laughs> or no, no, I think it's swipe uh, yeah, left yeah, if me, you like it, it. Is it swipe left or swipe? Swipe left or swipe, swipe right? I think if you like them, you swipe left. Damn, we old, man. <laughs> <laughs> it's not that we're old. There are people that are older than us that are on there. Yeah, it's I'm just, saying. We're we not just, on there. We just don't know about the dating apps. But whatever it well, is. Well, that's good because we've been married for seven years. Yeah, girl. Yeah, you know. <laughs> I'm glad you're not on the dating app. <laughs> um, but I, I say that to say that um, when you are, what you focus on and what you project out, that's what you're going to get. And the unconscious part of it, right, the subconscious part of it, not unconscious, but the subconscious part of it is if you're vulnerable in a certain area and you don't know you're vulnerable in that area, that also attracts certain things. Because there's certain men and certain women that that pounce on that. They know you're, uh, I want to say, a gullible guy or you're a very, very nice guy, and they take advantage of that. Or they know that you are a certain type of woman that they can say certain things that make you want them more, even if you're going to be the side chick forever. <laughs> right. So it's it's knowing yourself and knowing your vulnerability so that you can create these boundaries as well as these values and morals to put out there. So it brings a you can live at a higher frequency. Um, and, yeah, I said I did that about the club, but it was an example that makes sense because if you ever go to a club or a lounge which i don't think people go to clubs as much these days but if you do you go to club or lounge and you just watch people it will tell you they'll communicate what they're looking for they will communicate what they're looking for about how they project themselves in that environment if you pay if you pay attention to details if you pay attention to details so yeah that that's one of the the biggest things i would say when it comes to that natural progression of leveling up it's it's is really about paying attention to yourself, knowing your self worth, knowing yourself yourself how to do self care for yourself. Your self awareness is always going to be your biggest leverage you have over anything and everyone. And when you're more self aware, it actually empowers you to pick the right partner, to pick the right career. You know how did you know that? How did you know that being a hairstylist was the right space for you how did you know going into the beauty world was the right space for you since you were a tomboy pretty much growing up right you know like i said in the beginning i had no idea who i was i didn't even know what i wanted in life and i think uh, that my childhood shaped me and that was that was a huge part of why i was very i, I mean to be honest i was lazy mm -hmm. and i was uninspired i was not motivated at all and so that shaped a big part of me into my mom helped me helped me figure out what I wanted to do for college because she didn't want me to just sit around at home. It would be a waste of time. And I really thank her for that. Shout out to my mom. I know she's listening to this for <laughs> sure. <laughs> so, mom. Um, yeah. So she helped me get into what I what she thought I would get in like what I what she thought was my passion yeah and so at first it was dancing and then got pregnant I had Richie had to change what I wanted to do long story short went into cosmetology 
worked for a couple of salons and I really didn't even until that time didn't even know I wanted to do that. Yeah. You know, it was just kind of like, okay, it's here. There's really nothing else for me to do. So, um, I have already committed time and effort into this though. I may not be, uh, fully devoted and fully inspired to keep doing it. I'm just going to keep doing it because there's really nothing else. And eventually, you know, there were some rough moments in in the salon industry that I had to, I thought I wanted to quit, mm. you know, and the uh, it happened two times. The first time, uh, yeah, I was like, you know what, I'm done. I'm not going to work in salon industry anymore. It's just too much drama, too much competition, mm-hmm. you know, and I, and I was going to stop. But at that time, I also didn't have a reason. I didn't have a why, mm-hmm. you know. So anytime that you don't have a why, it's very easy to persuade you into doing something else. Yeah. Or rather give up into whatever it is that you're doing at that time. So, And I didn't have a strong why. And then I was given the opportunity to work again at a salon and that time I was a little bit more mature. Mm -hmm. So then I started to, I started to really appreciate what I was doing and the art of it. And not only that, but I also started seeing people. Mm -hmm. So that was more of the awakening to why I love what I do because you realize for me, at least, I realized that you can make such a huge difference. I can make such a huge difference when someone really loves how they look. For sure. And I didn't really think about that before. I'm just, you know, going through the motions of doing hair, uh, blow drying, you know, hairstyling, all that stuff. I didn't really understand the capacity of the the amazingness that could come up come of this that you know you can make other women feel good about themselves Mm -hmm. and so that was rewarding for me and the moment that i started seeing people is when i really fell in love with the industry because i knew that that's where my heart was Mm -hmm. and so i moved on to another salon so i could get better and just grow more right And in that salon, I loved it in the beginning. And then later on, me and the owner just had a falling out. And it made me feel so bad about myself. My my self-esteem was so low. It was probably the lowest it has ever been. Not only was I going through something personally in my life, but but in turn, she was also making me feel horrible about myself so that was a huge turning point in my life yeah i had lost all uh passion for doing hair and that was that was the second time that i wanted to quit hairstyling and then i remember telling you i was like you know what i'm just gonna go into the lab and you know i don't have to 
deal with customers. I don't have to do any of that. I could just work with beauty products, create the beauty products and still make a difference that way behind the scenes type of thing. Yeah. And you were like looking at me like, what are you talking about? Like, do you hear yourself right now? And again, my, you know, I didn't know my worth yet at that time. I didn't fully embrace it. And number two, I didn't walk in it. I wasn't walking in my belief um, and I wasn't practicing it. You know, it was just I just loved making other people feel good. Yeah. And as you know, when you are trying to please everyone. You will start to lose yourself for sure. And I wasn't only trying to please my clients. I was also trying to please the owner of the salon. Yeah. And so in turn, that affected me emotionally, mentally, physically, spiritually, all of that. It was just very, it it was a heavy burden to carry, you know, and I had to go into uh, soul searching and you know what I really wanted to do and that was a big part of you know I had to ask myself do I really believe in myself Mm. you know and that's why I speak on it so strongly because of the fact that I see it with other women when they're going through it yeah when they speak poorly about themselves Mm -hmm. and uh when they turn when they speak about themselves in a bad way Mm mm-hmm and I, as much as I don't like them to say that about themselves, they are going through a phase in their lives that uh, unfortunately led them to this, you know. But it is also an opportunity, like I said before, of growth and leveling up. So now I believe my purpose is to pour that positivity into them and and pour the love into them and you know letting them know making them believe that it is or helping them believe uh that they are they matter that they are valuable you know to the team or in in life and they have to choose to want to move forward yeah and yeah and it's really I really think that, you know, like you've you've said this before, your strongest pain becomes your strongest motivation. Mm-hmm. And I truly, truly believe in that because it was at my my strongest pain uh, working at that salon that I realize, you know what, there's got to be more. Mm-hmm. And that became my strongest motivation to do better in life. Because ever since then, I had told myself that I was going to, I was going to, you know, I started making goals on mm-hmm. my journal. Mm-hmm. And little by little, I didn't even realize that because of quantum. Being <laughs> quantum. Were, yeah, being quantum, what you were saying earlier, uh, writing down my goals and all that stuff, your mind shifts And then all of a sudden, because you're starting to write those things down, there's intentional, uh, there's an intentional purpose to why you're doing the things that you're doing and you're not just doing them just to do them. Yeah. You are actually walking in your purpose and you're walking in the belief system that you do deserve better. So then now 
the steps that you are taking, they are intentional. And then all of a sudden they matter. You're not just mentally sleeping. You're woke now. Yeah. You know, so that's why I really believe the strongest pain becomes your strongest motivation because of that very situation. That's what woke me up. And I'm telling you, listeners, I was undetermined. I was probably the laziest person that you've ever met. You know, I didn't even want to try being a friend. I didn't like that right there is bad. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't even want to try. I didn't want to just like do anything because I saw absolutely no purpose in doing it. But that was also the immaturity in me. That was the ignorance in me because I didn't know I mattered. Hmm. And that is crazy. When you start realizing that there are, there are people out there that don't think that they matter. They start doing stupid, dumb things, mm-hmm. you know, just craziness. And so you start realizing that, you know, uh, fortunately enough for me, I chose to find purpose in my in my pain Yeah, with the help of my husband, you know, shout out. Oh hey, you're here. Yeah, what's up? What's up? <laughs> and and what and what what would you say the what it, what did you said you believed in yourself, you started walking in it and what did it manifest into? It manifested into confidence. Yeah. Um and you know, not the arrogance to show people that you know you've done this, you know, I'm a successful business owner, uh you know, this and that. No, actually now you have a responsibility to then pass that on along to other people. Sure. Because if you're arrogant, that defeats the whole purpose. You know what I mean? It's, it's, it's self-serving and it's not going to last long. Yeah. Now, when you are creating your legacy and you are passing on along what you have learned to other people that are willing to listen, that will create a manifesto. And it will create a ripple effect towards everybody else that they meet. You know, um, you don't got to get the credit, but you know God will get the glory. Uh, that's all facts. Uh, you know, I'm I'm a firm believer that, like you said, you, you know, your 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 strongest or your biggest pain becomes your strongest motivation, right? And when you embrace the value that you've been blessed to have. Because everyone has value. And I shared this post yesterday. Um, everyone. It's just the belief that they may not believe that they do. They may not believe that they do. And, and I'm one of the first people to say that I didn't believe it because of what we call imposter syndrome. syndrome. And I'll talk more about that on Friday's episode. So make sure you tune in Can't Friday wait. on imposter syndrome. But, yeah, when you don't know your value and worth at an early age, that can creep into your adulthood mm-hmm. and so that's why i said there's certain rules that I you've agree. already given yourself as children that you continue to keep in your adulthood that is impacting your success it's impacting your relationships it's even impacting how you communicate to yourself you know i woke up this morning i'm, I'm not gonna lie i was feeling myself this morning you know why i was feeling myself this morning I'm feeling myself. all right let them know <laughs> i was feeling myself this morning not because you know i feel like i'm better than anyone i was feeling myself this morning because i saw a smile on my son's face this morning Mm. as soon as he smiles i said dang don't he every morning every morning every morning (laughs) i see him wake up and he smiles i go everything that i ever did for my family and my kids is worth it Mm -hmm. 
even if people out there hated me because I didn't make them I didn't make them look good at the job or I said no to them when I went and I said yes to my children I'm good because when you're when you want to live in a quantum a quantum life and you want to live at a higher frequency you want to attract you want to be on the radar of things that are going to have legacy value right I know our sons we are dead and gone are going to remember those moments they woke up every morning smiling joking laughing you know playing old Kanye's not new Kanye old Kanye <laughs> in the morning having fun and not how much money we made for them or how much money they got in the bank because at the end of the day when you have value you are always wealthy you are always going to be rich because it's all God's always going to pour the oil into the jar which we'll also talk about on Friday as well but when you know that when you were a child there's certain things that you experience that you want to change and you don't want it to continue to be in your relationships in your workplace in your thoughts in the way that you approach life in general it becomes the, it becomes your strongest motivation and so when you say your why your why is shaped every day i believe a lot of people i mean i believe a lot of people have heard of finding your why but they don't go deep enough into the why to have a foundational core to stay strong when the storm comes. Mm. Because when the storm comes, the first thing that's checked is your why. Yeah. When that storm comes, the first thing that's checked is your why. And if you if you're not 10, 10 toes deep and you and you don't have that layers into your why. Mm -hmm. It's just as good as a, a, a paperweight. Yeah. Now, in order for you to even to to level up, I really do believe in community also. Yeah, it's huge. Because when I was going through that dark moment in my life, you know, one, I had you to build me up every day. And two, I had other women that were helping me out uh, spiritually as well um, in 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 uh implementing that belief in me you know what I mean and uh, making sure that I am also being empowered uh, so I really do believe especially for women you know empowering one another and <clears throat> you know listen when you empower other people when women empower other people it is so rewarding and you're not going to lose out on anything when you reward, when you empower another woman. It's actually going to even level you up as well. Mm -hmm. You know, that is very important. And I truly, truly believe in uh, when you see someone, let's say, that is single, you know, because we're married and I had you to lift me up daily. When you're single and you don't have that special person in your life to do that with you daily, you find yourself someone that is also leveling up that you know is within that vibe that you're looking for you know um very empowering positive you know and, and making sure that you are doing the best to your ability or you know the best that you can um making sure that you have those type of people in your life that invest in you in that way uh, is one of the key things that will keep you progressing and that will carry you up. Won't you agree? I definitely agree. I agree, you know, 
fully into that because it, let's just think about it this way, right? When you're in a, we, if you're listening to this podcast, you're part of, you're part of, and maybe you don't know this and maybe you do know this, but you're part of the breakthrough community, right? You're not listening to this podcast just cause I'm handsome, <laughs> right? Or I got a nice voice or you're gorgeous and you have a nice voice. No, there is something that of, of value that you are relating to, that you're connecting to, that's allowing you to say, I want my breakthrough. I want to be able to break through, um, you know, this in my personal life or my professional life. And so you become part of the breakthrough crew uh, uh, community, right? That breakthrough crew community are people who are looking at each other and saying, hey, your breakthrough's on its way. Here's what we can do. Hey, did you hear that podcast episode about this? When Chris was talking about comparison culture, you know, what are some of the things that you're doing? Uh, here's some of the things that I learned. And now you're building community of people on the same vibe, right? Because your tribe is now being built, right? The audience is now becoming a community. It's not just an audience uh, to listen to me or you. It's now they're encouraging each other. And that's what I always wanted with this podcast. You know, I am just I am just as normal as the same as everybody else. And I am just as talented, as amazing as everyone else. But the beautiful part about this core audience that we have here is that we want each other to win mm -hmm. win at some of the things that we're struggling with and so we listen to the podcast we discuss it and then we engage each other on how to do it and that's why i said i am just shocked that we are in 10 different countries i'm shocked that we're in 10 different countries because should you be maybe i shouldn't be but again as you talked about earlier there's a part of me, it's part of my self-worth that I still have to deal with, right? To say that, that I think that maybe I don't deserve that type of audience. Or what did I do that's so special to, to be able to have a community like that to be a part of? But then again, when you said you got to understand why you're doing what you're doing, right? It allows, it allows for me to check my opinions about myself versus the facts about myself. Mm -hmm. and, that, and, that, and that's at the core. That's at the core of anything that we do. We got to always check the facts about ourselves versus the opinions about ourselves, especially when those opinions are negative and especially when those opinions are too, 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 too positive when it comes to tooting our own horn. It has to be a level. Mm -hmm. Balancing you know, it. It has to be a balance. And so we want to leave you guys with, we want to leave our community, the Breakthrough Crew. That's who you guys are. Um, I'm excited to, to, to meet all of you, actually. I can't wait um, to connect with you guys. But want to leave the Breakthrough Crew and anybody who's listening right now, which is uh, steps and next steps, action steps to really get this thing going. So if you want to level up your natural progression, you want to have that natural progression of leveling up, here are a couple of things that you can do. I think, Grace, you, said, you shared three things earlier. You said something about uh, believing in yourself. Yeah, so I would say number one, step one, is believing in yourself. Number two is walking in that belief. Mm -hmm. And what you need to practice, you know, practicing that belief. And, you know, so that number three, it manifests okay. in the way you are living your life. That's awesome. Yeah. So I'm actually going to. Now that she's told you those three steps, I'm going to give you the how-tos right now on how to actually do those things. So to believe in yourself, one, if you don't have a journal 
or a video or a vlog right now where you're just recording. You don't have to publish it to the world. You just have to talk about your facts to yourself. This is going to be a future note to you every day. You share one positive thing or one factual thing about yourself that you've done. And if you don't have anything that you think you've done that is uh, amazing uh, with based on facts, ask friends, coworkers, and family members things that you've done for them that have been helpful and how you've blessed them and then record it, All right? I use this podcast. That's one of the ways that I do it. Um, and that's, a, that's an amazing way of keeping the encouragement going of factual base, believing in yourself. Number two, uh, you said, what was, what was that again, my love? You said uh, walking. Walking in your belief. Walking in your belief. Walking in your belief is once you're empowered with those skill sets and those steps that, uh, that you have, the next thing you want to do, the next thing that you want to do is make sure that once you have those tools that you are building up this resistance to things that are not of that. And what that means is if someone, if you found out a specific thing about yourself that you're really good at, keep working on it. Make it stronger. Make it stronger, make it stronger, make it stronger. So when you make it stronger, what it's going to allow you to do is the things that you're weak in is going to give you time to, to level up in those weak areas. It's mm -hmm. going to give you time. But you have to encourage and you have to pour into your strengths first. Mm -hmm. You have to pour into them because it's going to give you time and it's going to give you uh, space to be able to work on those weaknesses because your strengths are going to uh, kind of cloud those things a little bit, but it's going to allow you to work on those in the background, work on your weaknesses in the background while your strengths is leading you forward. Very important. And that's how you walk in your belief. And then when it comes to manifestation, it's actually just believing that where you are is where you're supposed to be. Yeah. And a little side note, know that when you are leveling up, you're going to start losing people. Yeah. You are going to start uh, losing relationships and material things and spaces, you know, um, because you are the truth will expose itself. Yes, it will. And so whatever it was that you no longer wanted or just wasn't feeding you spiritually, you know, um, mentally wasn't feeding you positively anymore is going to start dissipating and it's going to start disappearing and once that true self that true you comes out and you have now a, a basis and you have now a strong foundation and a strong why of you know um, of living and in your purpose you will then have new people in your life mm -hmm. because those are the people that will now get attracted be attracted to your vibe and it's always about the vibes <laughs> so quantum being quantum so we want to thank you guys today uh just for for tuning in and uh you already know uh for all the new listeners i appreciate you just spending the time with us whether you're in your car you know what i want to know where you're at we want to know where you're at so if you could hit us up on uh, Instagram or Twitter at Chris Ward Jr. or Mary G420 um, or on Facebook, the Breakthrough Mental Podcast and share what city you're listening to this podcast in and where you where your favorite place to listen to podcasts at. Uh, or, what, comment <laughs> or comment below. Or comment below. 
um, yeah, we'll love to hear hear from you. We'll love to engage the breakthrough crew. Shout out to you guys for sh- again allowing us to be in ten different countries. I am just a- again. Woo-hoo, shout out! I feel crazy just thinking about We're that. We're listening to quality content. Quality content. So I appreciate you guys just sharing that with the people, sharing with your friends, your family members, and shout out to the high school students that are actually sharing this podcast in oh, high school really? right now. So I got to give wow. a shout out to all the high school that's students awesome. out there that's doing that. I definitely appreciate that. That's so um, good to know. And shout out to my son, Richie, our son, Richie, who actually shared. He's the one making it viral. And uh, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> who shared with his teacher, uh, his teacher asked, do you know anyone that does a podcast? And he said, yeah, I do. She said, who? He said, my dad. <laughs> <laughs> and so shout out to my son, um, saying that he wants to do an episode one day on the podcast and we'll get him going. Actually, oh, I'm looking forward to that. Actually, what I'm going to do is I, I may even help him set up his own podcast so he can talk to the mm. world as well. And um, that'd be interesting and do that. And so we want to thank you guys. Um, we love you guys. We appreciate you guys. Uh, oh, thank. Oh, and, and thank you for those who also are listening to us on on Facebook and Instagram live. I heard that somebody's listening to us on their lunch break in California right now in their car. We appreciate you so much. So much love uh, to Miss Mitney out there. Um, but do you already know what time it is? It's time for the breakthrough. Check you guys later. Hey, Chris Ward here from the Breakthrough Mentor Podcast. Thank you for listening. I want to extend this conversation off of the podcast and into where you are. So let's do this. Reach out to me on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter at Chris Ward Jr. or the Breakthrough Mentor Podcast and share where you're listening to this podcast from. I would love to hear about it, as well as if you're interested in starting your own podcast, I actually have something happening on November 4th online. Doesn't matter where you are. You'll have an opportunity to learn how to build your own podcast, slay your imposter syndrome, build your confidence, but most importantly, share your message. All you have to do is reach out to me on any of those social media platforms at Chris Ward Jr. or on Facebook Breakthrough Mentor Podcast. And if you don't have social media, you can reach out to me at bookchriswardjr at gmail.com. Again, bookchriswardjr at gmail.com. And I would love to give you some info. Hope to see you soon. Listen to you soon. Shout out to the Breakthrough crew. Talk to you guys later.